This is Without Compromise, a show that explores what happens when you won't settle for anything less than your crazy ideas. We'll talk to athletes, founders, adventurers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds about living without compromise. I'm your host, Mason Gravely. Welcome to the show. We're programmed for survival, so our instinct is to give up on these situations, to move away from them. I thought if I didn't sign up for that race, that I was just going to disappear. It doesn't have to be these big, huge things that everyone thinks you need to do to make a difference. How much time do you think you need to, you know, fly across the country, climb Mount Rainier, or fly to South America and do some big river rafting trip, or drive a ton of hours and then climb up some mountain, swim across the lake, and run back down to your car? How much time do you think you need to do some of these big life-altering experiences? Well, according to Mike Chambers, all you need is the weekend. Literally 64 hours, 5 p.m. on Friday to 9 a.m. on Monday, you can squeeze in international trips, bucket list items a multitude of experiences and adventures in a project and a mindset called Beat Monday. When Mike and his adventure buddy Jason were realizing they weren't living the life that they wanted to live, they decided to do something about it and flew across the country to climb Mount Rainier. Mike's going to tell us that story. Uh, But the cool thing is, even if you have no desire to do these specific things they talk about, Beat Monday is a mindset more than it is a specific sport or specific pursuit. If you have no interest in putting your body through some of the hell that they have, that's okay. I promise you that there is something that you want to Beat Monday with There's a passion, there's a pursuit, there's something you're putting off because you don't have the time right now. But I'm here to tell you, the time exists in the margins. Find it, utilize it, and bring those experiences to you rather than keeping them away at some point in the future that, let's be honest, probably is never going to happen. So I hope you learned something today from Mike's story. You can follow him, you can find out more about Beat Monday in the show notes. But let's go ahead and jump in. I, I want to go back kind of where you, where you grew up and what you were doing. Were you always kind of an adventurous person? Where, where did this start for you? Yeah, thanks, Mason. Well, first off, thanks so much for having me. You know, I think my folks were pretty adventurous people for the most part, not, not to the extreme that I think I've taken it, but I uh, grew up in New England. My dad was uh, worked in the fishing industry. My mom was a dentist and we spent our summers out on the water or on the beach surfing and, and our winters uh, up in New Hampshire, Vermont, skiing as much as possible. Uh, my folks actually met uh, in the 70s in Snake River, Idaho on a, on a ski trip. So they, they sort of kind of had the adventure bug and, and passed that on to us. Although, you know, by the time they had kids, their desire to, to you know, push the boundaries, I think, was certainly subsiding. You know, I think I've always just, you know, really loved the outdoors and, and loved adventure as, as a, as a tool for discovering, you know, what I'm capable of and, and learning more about myself and meeting really interesting people. And, and, um, you know, it wasn't really until after I graduated from college that I, that I started to, uh, more seriously sort of pursue it as, as, as an everyday part of my life. And I, and I know that came about because of a chance encounter uh, with Jason. Do, do you mind telling the story of where you guys started seeing the potential to fit in a pretty massive adventure in a pretty short amount of time? Yeah, for sure. So, all right. A lot of people don't know this, but Jason and I went to college together. He was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, and I had kind of an interesting you know, experience going into college. I, I, in high school, I was a football player and lacrosse player and went to, to college to play both sports, but had a, a pretty serious neck injury um, yeah, that 
prevented me from playing any contact sports. So I kind of went into college uh, a little listless. Like, you know, I had sports as sort of that anchor for me for a long time. Um, but naturally just sort of found my home with, with the football team. And Jason was the captain of the football team. And uh, we hung out a little bit in school, um, but it really was after school, after college, that our friendship and partnership in the outdoors really started to blossom. Jason had been doing a lot of climbing. I had been doing a lot of ultra running and mountaineering. And uh, we kind of linked up, started linking up for adventures together. And that, that sort of kicked everything off. Um, we were fortunate to do a lot of really fun things together in the time that we were both living on the East Coast. But Jason moved out to Colorado, uh, you know, shortly after. And life took on its own sort of uh, journey for me. I was, uh, my wife and I were, were uh, starting an organization out in Kenya I was sort of pursuing some, you know, uh, mountaineering objectives. And it was like around 2015, 2016, uh, where uh, Jason and I kind of checked in with one another. I mean, we'd obviously seen each other, you know, throughout, through over the years, but we checked in and we were like, you know, how's it going? How, how are you doing? You know, we're both working full-time jobs. We're both, you know, settling into relationships and, and, you know, just like checked in with each other to see, you know, how we were feeling, uh, about just life and whether or not we were accomplishing the goals that, you know, we had set out uh, as sort of adventurers and climbers and runners. And I think we both kind of left that conversation feeling like we were sort of falling into this trap of allowing time to be an excuse for why we weren't, you know, pursuing our passions. At the time I was, I was uh, launching an organization down in Haiti. I was, you know, back and forth on an airplane uh, for, you know, for several years Jason was was working for a tech startup and and you know we were we were not living our most adventurous lives and and honestly like really for no reason. I mean obviously we had we had busy schedules but I think we were just allowing ourselves to kind of to get a little bit complacent. So we said on that phone call, you know, and I, and and this is like, you know, this is kind of how it all happened. We were like, all right, let's pick a date for a couple of weeks out. We're going to go climb and ski Rainier in a day. Uh, me, me coming from Boston, Jason coming from Denver. And, um, we, we scheduled the trip and we were like, all right, like true weekend, because I have meetings on Monday, you know, meetings on Friday. Like we, we really have to do this in a true weekend. Uh, so we flew out and we had perfect weather on Rainier. It was our, both of our first times on that mountain and, uh, climbed and skied, uh, skied the entire Emmons glacier, you know, almost all the way down to the trailhead. And it ended, it was just one of those, adventures where just everything clicks but it just felt so kind of real and raw and like you know we we, we had no idea what was going to happen going into it we knew that there was a high chance of failure but the you know in the added time component of like having to make it happen in this you know confined time period uh, was really fun and really compelling and we left that trip like we got to do more of these and so that really sort of kick-started the whole beat monday project we did another one down in Mexico uh, shortly afterwards on Orizaba, and then uh, you know was able to you know get some sponsorship for the series and and partner up with Outside, and that's that's kind of how it all started. You mentioned time constraint being almost this added fun element to it. You know, we talk to so many people who who do adventures that take months or even years sometimes, or you know, at least weeks. Um, and we and we feel like I, I can totally relate that. It's like, well, I don't have that right now, and I don't know when I will. What did it show you? What was possible with that Mount Rainier trip? And by the way, how did it go? Was it successful? We had an incredible trip. We climbed, we summited, and skied. You know, we had a we had like perfect skiing conditions all the way down. 
we couldn't have asked for better weather. I mean, it was, it was really, it was an incredibly memorable trip. I think for, you know, what I did, you know, at the time, I think Jason probably the same was we really just like took a step back and analyzed our calendars and analyzed like how we were spending our time. And I think it's really valuable for, for everyone to do that at some point in their life, or at least periodically to just, just like, you know, we all feel busy all the time. There's a million things pulling us in different directions. Um, but when you really take a step back and like, look at how you're spending your time, there's all sorts of ways in which you can be more efficient with it. Um, obviously, you know, beating Monday is not something you want to do all the time. It's exhausting and hard and, and, you know, the time element's fun, but it's also sometimes fun to just go with no time element and just go have fun. Um, but I think for me, it was, it was, uh, really being honest with myself when I looked at how I was spending my time over the weekends, you know, I'd, I'd be, uh, you know, waking up maybe a little later and sort of moseying around and kind of next thing you know, you know, I, I maybe go for a run towards the end of the day on Saturday, then like kind of go out. And then Sunday, I'm just like, you know, maybe mentally preparing myself for the week. You know, I think uh, rest is important and it's important to allow yourself to have those, those, you know, weeks where you just relax. But in general, like, I think we could all just be a little more, uh, if we were all a little more structured with our time, I think we would all move towards our goals a lot, a lot more smoothly. And I think that was kind of the insight that that Jason and I gained toward, you know, from that and from this whole, this whole Beat Monday project. And I think for both Jason and I, uh, it's really bled over into all aspects of our life. So, you know, we still go and do trips that are, you know, a couple of weeks long or, you know, from time to time, obviously less, more and more so now that, you know, our families are growing. But in general, like, I think I've really taken this concept of like balance to the extreme in all aspects of my life. Like, I really... I really try and show up for like, you know, the top three or four things that are most meaningful to me, you know, on, on the course of a week and, and really make an honest effort uh, with myself to, to do the best I can. And for me, that's, you know, my family first, my career and, and my passions and my, and my passions happen to be, you know, pushing myself in the, myself in the outdoors. And, and so I really, really make a concerted effort to, to really just try and be as disciplined as possible and, and make sure that I'm paying attention to all those things. I can imagine coming in Monday morning, having done some of those things, you, you feel quite a bit of pride or quite a bit of a sense of accomplishment versus, um, you know, maybe just kind of letting, letting go of the weekend and not doing a whole lot. What were some of the biggest ways you were maybe either wasting time or not wasting time or just thinking differently um, that you noticed in your own life or that you notice in others? Yeah. Well, first off, I will say that Monday mornings are really hard. After Monday. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say. We're not necessarily the most effective at work on Mondays, but you know, that after that first trip, I had a meeting with the, the uh, executive director of this big organization that we were partnering with. And it was at 930 and I landed in Logan Airport at 8, 8 and I had to basically just get ready in the airport. And I smelled horrible. It was like I was so disheveled. I took a red eye back from Seattle and uh, I got into the meeting and like instead of trying to pretend like, you know, I, I could like pull it off. I, I was just like brutally transparent with him and told him what I did that weekend. And he, he loved it. I thought, you know, in some, in some cases, like, you know, you, you kind of worry about, you know, that your, your personal life bleeding into professional life and how that might potentially negatively affect it. But in this case, in particular, he thought it was the coolest thing ever. But, you know, it, to answer your question about, you know, I, I think uh, we all, 
like have the tendency to to like over glorify how busy we truly are. Um, you know, I think once you start to tell yourself that narrative that you're so busy, like you you become like you kind of manifest your reality. Like you feel like you're busy all the time, but like when you truly take a step back and look at how you're spending your time, you realize that like wow, like maybe you could be a, a little more efficient in like four different areas of your life. And that, if you did that, would free up so much more time to, you know, be able to pursue your, keep, keep, you know, some of your passions a part of your life. I mean, I think for Jason and I, like, we love climbing and we love the outdoors and, and we love pushing ourselves. But really, the, the message that we hope to get across with Beat Monday really extends beyond just, you know, the adventure realm. It's, it's I don't care if your uh, passions are playing instruments or podcasting or whatever it is, you know, um, it's really important that, you know, you're doing everything you can in your life to make sure that you're, you're prioritizing that. It doesn't mean that it has to be your whole life. You don't have to completely take it to the extreme like Jason and I have done with Beat Monday, but you will you will be a much more well-rounded person and a much happier person if you're truly sort of nourishing that part of your soul. And, and that's really the message that we hope to, to, to bring across with Beat Monday. You know, going back to Beat Monday and the actual adventures you've done, I know that it isn't, you know, so much goes into planning these weekends and making sure it fits within this this 64-hour time frame. Um, you've done, you know, bike rafting, you've done climbing, you've done mountaineering, uh, you've you've run with donkeys, uh, you've yeah. done backpacking, yeah. you've done so much. Um, wh- has there been any trip that's really stuck out to you or something that... Uh, that was extra special. And, and I will say this too, you're not a necessarily an expert in, in, in a lot of these sports. You, you are learning these skills literally hours or minutes before you go and do them. Yeah. In some cases, that's the case. That's the truth. I think like Jason and I really pride ourselves on like maintaining a, a you know, a decent level of fitness to be able to kind of off the couch, a lot of these things. Uh, but it's worth mentioning, like we suffer hard on these missions. I mean, we're, because there's such a variety of sport, you know, uh, of sports and, and things we're doing, it's really hard to train specifically for any individual one. So they all end up being a lot harder. And then, of course, what I don't think comes across on camera is, you know, the, the actual filming takes a lot of time. So we may have a run that would take Jason and I 10 hours under normal circumstances, but you have at least 20 to 30 percent of added time uh, for filming, you know, to the weekend, which which means that that time really just eats into our sleep ultimately. So we, we end up really sleep deprived on a lot of these trips. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the best adventure or the best beat Monday adventure, I think we kind of boiled this down uh, a little bit to a science, Jason and I, and I think there needs to be, it needs to be something new and something interesting for, for Jason and I, I think we don't really want to kind of go do the same thing over and over again. Um, there has to be an element of unknown and a chance of failure. I think those two things are, are really important. Uh, it's not an adventure if you know you can go and nail it. You need to have some sort of, you know, some sort of uh, chance of, of things going haywire. And I, I actually think it's a lot more interesting when things go wrong than when Jason and I just go and, you know, you know cruise through a mission. Um, so what's interesting is I actually think the, the best mission that we've ever done, uh, is probably, uh, probably one that hasn't aired yet. Uh, it, we just, we just did it a couple weeks ago. Um, there was, there was some failure, some success, lots of adventure, lots of unknown, uh, some epicness and also like some good storytelling. Like I think 
one of the things that Jason and I are really excited about as we kind of continue to evolve the concept is um, is like bringing other folks in and helping tell some of their stories. In this case, you know, uh, we were down in Mexico and we were the first uh, first you know folks from outside of this community. Uh, to go run this new trail that was just built around uh, Orizaba. There was this really, uh, there's this incredible couple down in Mexico who has spent the last 10 years uh, creating this trail that circumnavigates Mexico's highest mountain um, with the goal of increasing tourism down there. Um, and we, we were able to pull it off, uh, you know, despite some really uh, uh, unwelcoming circumstances. Um, but I really loved, you know, I loved learning about sort of, this other person's story and, and, and having this added, you know, added element to it. Uh, that's not the first time we were in Mexico. We, we actually went down and, and biked from Veracruz to the summit of Orizaba back in 2017. And I will say we didn't film that one, unfortunately, but that was definitely the most memorable, uh, memorable adventure that, that Jason and I have been on, you know, as a pair um, in the beat Monday context, like it was, it had just all the elements of, of what we think makes an adventure great. I, I was going to ask, what was so special about that that made it stick out to you? Do, doing something that you've done in other places too, um, but making it the best. I think what made it the best was we had we 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 went down there with a very loosely defined plan. So I found some. Fo- uh, we had an idea. We wanted to bike from sea level to the base of Orizaba and then climb Orizaba in a weekend, and. Uh, we had like no idea like what the roads were like or what, you know, what the conditions were like, whether it was safe. Um, I managed to find someone on, on uh, Facebook who could like help, you know, manage some logistics for us, help us like determine a route. And uh, that was the extent of our plan. We flew down there with our bikes. We assembled our bikes at the, at the hotel that first night and started, you know, right from there. And, and, um, we had like all sorts of things go wrong from like massive mechanical issues to like, like some weird run-ins with, you know, some folks at one point we, we were like on the side of a road somewhere and we had like a bunch of guys on motorbikes come up to us and it was very, uh, very nerve wracking. We had, you know, just a lot, like I took a massive spill into a tree that like really could have ended badly, but we, we managed to pull it off. Uh, we created like big scenes and supermarkets and like just, just nonstop laughter. Uh, we pushed ourselves. The bike ride was so hard. It was 130 miles with 16,000 feet of climbing. You know, it was a really, uh, you know, all the way up to Piedra Grande, which is, you know, over 14,000 feet, you know, just kind of had all those elements. And then we, you know, we were able to summit the next morning and it was, it was just the perfect cap to, you know, a really, really fun adventure. And I think the more elements of unknown, like the more you open the door for, for real adventure to, to kind of come in, the better it is. And also, like, I love the fact I, I really like getting creative with some of these things. Like, you know, it's fun to go uh, climb a mountain or, you know, climb an established route or, uh, you know, run a trail. But when you can start to, like, link together sports and different objectives and, and get creative with the way in which you're, you're, you know, doing these adventures, I think that's where the real magic lives. And that's 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 how to ensure yourself, you know, a, a true adventure. 
Want to step up your hydration game? Check out Daypack, a hop-infused twist on flavored sparkling water. Whether you're headed to the beach or out backpacking, Daypack is the perfect accessory for your next adventure. It's naturally calorie-free and available in a variety of refreshing fruit flavors. Place an order today at drinkdaypack.com and get free shipping on two six-packs or more. New Daypack customers can also get 20% off their entire order with code DAYPACK20. Limit one per customer. There's obviously principles with Beat Monday that you can apply to any aspect of your life. What do you What do you think the biggest lesson is, or one of them that you've learned and you've applied elsewhere? Because, and, and, and I also want to say, I can't imagine the whiplash of coming off a mountain and hours later being, you know, changing a diaper, answering emails, and just ha- having to <laughs> there process all those. Like, I just want to be clear with anyone who's seen the series: we're not very productive uh, when we come back from those things. Sometimes it's okay, but like, honestly, sometimes we just go to sleep. Um, so I, I don't want you guys to think that like, we're like running into high level meetings after this all the time. Cause we try and keep our schedules on Mondays light when we come back from these missions. It, I will say though, that the week, the week always feels a little better when you, when you have a, an adventure in your back pocket like that, you know, let me, let me think about that question. You know, I ultimately there's a lot of, like, I'm a really curious person and there's a lot of things I want to do in, with my time on earth. And, and there's a lot of things I'm interested in. And I, I just have just kind of come to the realization that like, if I'm ever going to get to experience all these things, I need to like create a framework, you know, in terms of how I approach my life. And if, you know, I look at my calendar and I look at, you know, what I do every day and what I eat every day and what I drink every day and all these things, and like, I, I just assess it, whether or not it's, it's, you know, it, whether or not it's getting me closer to the things I want to do. And I think that's really, uh, it's an ongoing journey. I don't have it figured out by any means, but I really just try and, I really try and check in with myself uh, frequently to like see sort of how the overall picture looks and whether or not I'm moving towards these, you know, kind of clear goals that I've set for myself and just think about like, you know, do the best I can to, uh, you know, optimize, you know, aspects of my life to, to, to sort of facilitate that. Now I will also say like, sometimes I like to just relax. Like I, it's not always just trying to like perform at the highest level in all aspects of things, but I find it relaxing and enjoyable when like, I'm able to, you know, when I'm able to, to do new things and experience new things. And, and so uh, I think the formula to that is, is to just really try and be disciplined and structured uh, and, and just ask yourself the question, like, is what I'm doing in this moment getting me closer to my goals and getting me closer to the person I want to be? Another useful pointer I would say is like, you know, you really should do your best to, to surround yourself with people who, who inspire you and people who you look up to. And, and you know, and, and that's a hard thing to do sometimes. Uh, I think like, you know, we, you know we, we create friends when we're younger in life and we sort of go on, you know, on our own paths and those paths are evolving. And I think you have to be, you have to really, uh, really think and be honest with yourself about your friendships and the people you surround yourself with, whether or not they're supporting you and, and your goals and whether or not, you know, you, you, they're healthy influences on you. You know, so I think there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of elements to it. You know, I, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like I'm, it's like trial and error constantly for me, uh, looking to gain an edge and in, in just the way I feel and the way I'm, I'm able to, you know, accomplish goals in various aspects of my life. I'm so glad you mentioned framework. 
uh, early in that answer. That, that That's all adventure is. That's all I ever say is, you know, it's just framework for memories, for growth, yeah. for fulfillment. Um, that's all it is. It's not really the adventure. It's the framework that it gives you the space for all those things to grow within sure. it. Um, and, and that's what I'm sure you've gotten a lot of feedback for with the Beat Monday series. What is one of the coolest Beat Monday trips that you've heard about through either a fan or uh, one that you actually didn't do yourself, but someone else did because uh, they were a fan of Beat Monday? We're, well, well, I will say like we're hearing, we're seeing a lot of folks go and do the, the, some of the missions that we've, we've done as well, which is awesome. You know, like literally the same thing you did, like the same ones. Yeah. Yeah. The same ones. Yeah. You know, there's this one guy uh, who I'm sure your audience knows, uh, Jason Hardrath. Oh yeah. He's one of our ambassadors, king of FKTs as he's known. Jason's gone and done all of ours and and set the FKT on them, which is, which is, uh, which is really cool. And he's, it's, it's really cool to see him push the limits uh, on things. And, and uh, we've had, you know, man, we've had folks reach out about, everything from, you know, I, I ran my first 5k this weekend and like, you know, the, the message in beat Monday really resonated with me. I started this training program and like, I ran my first 5k this weekend. And like, honestly, those, those, like, those are the types of things that I think resonate with Jason and I more than like the guy, you know, like ultimately we're creating a TV show. So we're trying to push boundaries and like set up chances for, you know, failure, but like, it's not all about the ground and pound, go crush yourself and, you know, show up. That's not really what the message is. You know, it's, it's really just about whether it's in the outdoors or whether it's completely unrelated, just holding yourself to a standard and, 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 you know, structuring your life in a way that like, that makes room for it. Um, And so anyone who reaches out, whether or not they went to Iceland for the weekend and just had an adventure or, you know, ran their first 5k, it's, these are the types of experiences that we hear from folks that are, that are really memorable. Do you, do you find it challenging or, or a misconception with, with folks that watch Beat Monday or fans um, of you that you have to maintain this like adventurous persona all the time or this adrenaline junkie type person when maybe maybe you're not always like that or not like that very often at all? I've always really tried to have like a balanced approach to life. Like I've never like completely identified as as like a mountain or mountain person or a climber person solely or, or as like a you know an entrepreneur solely or whatever I, I i that's just i it's just a funny concept that like we have to be all in on these one things and that we don't have curiosities that are driving us elsewhere i am certainly in love with adventure and and the experiences that that it provides and and so that that's definitely real but like the truth is like i have so many interests that are completely outside of that that would probably be kind of bizarre to hear for your audience, like for the audience, but like, you know, I, I play cello. I uh, have a startup, you know, in the tech space. Uh, my wife and I have a charity in Kenya. Like, you know, we, I, there's all these different things that I like to do. Adventure just happens to be the one that we have a TV show around, but I, I'm certainly, uh, I really like to not sort of put myself into any one particular bucket as much as possible. Cause you know, that's just not really who I am. I've got similar buckets where things are just so different. There's really no overlap in those Venn diagrams, which to me, I find so refreshing. Because if I totally For just sure. bomb in one, one day or one week, the other bucket might have done amazing. And you can kind of lean on that. You know what I'm saying? Totally, totally. And it's just, the truth is, like, I don't think as humans, like, we, 
uh, maybe some of us were put on this earth for one thing. Maybe like LeBron James was put on this earth for just being a basketball player. Although I think LeBron James would laugh in the face of that comment because he's so much more than that. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that has actually kind of bothered me about the adventure community and the climbing community a little bit over the years is just that like, it, it is very sort of incestuous and like, and you're kind of like, you're either in and you're like, you adopt this persona and you're this person and you talk a certain way and you act a certain way and you do hardcore things or, and like you give up all these other ambitions or you're not. And that, that's always kind of bothered me. I know some folks who are really strong mountain athletes who are doctors and lawyers and who do, you know, all sorts of incredible things outside of it and haven't, haven't given up on their other passions and their other ambitions to commit to this lifestyle. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're not core or they're not good or that they're not, you know, a part of the community. It just means that, you know, they have other curiosities. And I think what, like, sometimes my challenge to the outdoor community would be like, we, we really sort of pride ourselves on being welcoming and, you know, open armed when it comes to this stuff. But I, I think we could all be a little more open-minded to, to what it actually means to be a part of the community. You don't have to be necessarily the most hardcore. You don't have to be solely committed to being a climber in order to be accepted in the climbing community. I think that that, that is where I think we have a little room to grow, room, room for growth as a community. Well, I tell you what, I'd love to ask one more Beat Monday question, then jump into a little rapid fire. Uh, where we can hear a little bit more about those curiosities. Tell us maybe one bucket list trip for Beat Monday, something that you think would be really amazing that that might be pushing the limits um, of what's possible in a weekend. And, and also, what is the future of Beat Monday? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, great questions. All right. So I would say the bucket list one is one that we've attempted, but we haven't completed successfully, and only because of the weather. But we would really like to climb and climb and ski Cotopaxi from Colorado on a true weekend. A couple of years ago, we went down there and uh, if the weather was good, we were going to nail it. You know, like the, everything worked out, but we got crushed by weather and we actually didn't even leave the high hut. We left, we left the mountain and went to the, to the hot springs. That mountain is like, you know, what your kids would draw if you asked them to draw the perfect mountain. It oh, yes. Yeah, beautiful. You know, it is just so, so beautiful. And uh, Ecuador is such a cool country. And to, the, the thought that you could go somewhere so far and do something so big in such a short period of time is, is, is really fun. I think, uh, you know, every once in a while, not, not every weekend. Um, so that would probably be the, the, the big one that is still sort of, you know, bothering, bothering me a little bit and one that I'm, I'm hoping we can do at some point. Um, in terms of the future of the series, you know, it's it's it, we're at a really interesting uh, point right now. I think our goal for the series moving forward is to really bring other folks into the mix with us. Um, I think we we really love going on adventures together and pushing ourselves, but not as much as we love helping other people realize their goals and helping other folks sort of. Uh, you know, achieve their goals in the outdoors as well. So I think the future of Beat Monday will have a lot of special guests and different different types of experiences combined with, you know, some some big epic adventures, maybe like the outdoor one or some other ones as well. Um, and we'll we'll be doing another season next year um, as well. So that's that's coming up. And then we also have uh, a bunch of new other things that we're going to be launching, you know, in the new year. We, we have a, a newsletter that we'll be uh, uh, releasing on a weekly basis, as well as there's talks about a podcast as well. But really like the goal is my hope with the Beat Monday series is to really start to expand it beyond just the adventure audience and, and really start to 
speak to all folks who who have a desire to you know create a framework for their life that that allows you know all of their passions to thrive um, and that's and that's really sort of my hope for where we take the, the the series beyond and the concept beyond just you know the adventures that that Jason and I do that sounds awesome because beat Monday is is a mindset more than it is those adventures and we're all sure. we're all in a boat to beat Monday whether like it really doesn't matter like what it is you do we all have a weekend or most of us have a weekend or most of us at least have you know our monday might be a wednesday or it might be you know totally the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 day shift um but we all have that monday to beat so that's actually really cool and i think those principles just apply across the board but man i don't mean to keep you can we jump into rapid fire yeah let's let's do it for sure the first rapid fire question I usually ask is, what are you most curious about right now outside of the, the topics we've been sharing? Uh, I'm most curious about music. I, um, I went to Telluride Bluegrass Festival earlier in the year and saw some incredible musicians perform and went down this incredible rabbit hole of, of learning how to play the cello uh, with my good friend, Sam Ritchie, who's learning how to play the, the, the violin. And we sort of jokingly, when we started this, set a goal for ourselves to, uh, to, to play at Bluegrass in five years. So we've been playing every day for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. Usually I play after I put the kids to bed. And uh, it's become a little bit of, a, of an, an obsession of mine lately. But it's been really therapeutic for me. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's just a really, uh, a really, you know, typically after you put the kids down, you know, you're in for the night. So it's, it's just been, it's been a nice thing to do to sort of wind down the day. So you mentioned playing cello earlier in the episode or earlier in the interview, and I didn't know if that was like a new skill or it sounded like something you've been doing a really long time, but I didn't realize that was something it, fresh. It sort of feels yet. that way. I, I know like <laughs> you know, this could change, this could change, but it's really weirdly become like a core part of my life recently, which is uh, kind of bizarre. And, you know, I hope, hopefully it, hopefully it sticks around. <laughs> That is awesome, man. So good to hear that. Well, well, another really uh, small question here. What's your proudest achievement? My proudest achievement. That's wow. That's a, that's an interesting one. Or one of them. I know. I don't want to put you on the spot. You got three kids. You can't choose one. I had a lot of trepidation going into parenthood, as most folks do, and I think I'm most proud of the way that you know I, I've I've adopted my life or, or adapted my life uh, to really rise to the occasion of, of being the best father I can possibly be. You know, I really do make an extra effort to, uh, you know, to 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 check that box. I think, you know, it, 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 it was it could have gone either way for me. I think like I, I really I, I was I was really unsure as to how I would react. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for, for how I've reacted. What is one of your biggest goals that you haven't yet achieved? Could be with Beat Monday, could be personally. I know we've talked about the cello, um, but is there something like out there for you that's really like I have to get to that at some point? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I have a lot of uh, a lot of my goals right now in my life are, are more career focused. Uh, in terms of, I've, I've I've been a part of some really incredible companies and projects over the years. Um, but I really want to, I want to build something special and, you know, I, I definitely like, I am very much so of the sort of startup world. I really like getting projects off the ground and, and, and turning them into something. And I've had a couple projects where I've gotten to a really good place and then have sort of, uh, you know, moved on to something else. I think for my next goal, I, I really want to, uh, 
to see a, a company into, you know, into later stages of growth uh, versus just sort of be a part of, you know, the early days. Um, I think that's, that's kind of been a priority for me recently. Is there a, you know, in pursuit of these goals and pursuit of these missions, is there a, a, maybe a favorite or a top daily habit you like to stick to that really helps you uh, stay on track every day? Wow. It's, it's quite a lot. I, I mean, I think really ultimately it's, it's uh, it comes down to like committing to a schedule at, at a high level. I'm pretty str- I'm pretty strict with like going to bed early. Uh, I don't, I don't drink anymore, which is actually a new thing for me. Uh, stopped drinking, you know, three months ago. So, you know, it's, it's a new thing, much like the cello is hopefully ho- hoping it sticks around, but like, that's, that's one thing that uh, I've actually noticed like substantial uh, gains from in my life. Always wake up feeling better, performing at a higher level in all aspects of my life. It's just one of those easy things where, you know, the benefits outweigh the detriments and it's just kind of a no brainer. It's just kind of hard to, hard to start. Um, but once you've started, it's, it's, it's seemingly kind of self-perpetuating because, you know, the, the, the advantages of it certainly, uh, are, are, are clear over time. Um, so that would be like one, you know, one thing. And, and yeah, I think like really just, you know, doing my best to sort of stick to a schedule, uh, you know, as much as possible or have, you know, commit to this structure and, and while still allowing some elements of spontaneity to, to creep in from time to time, you know, I think that's kind of, yeah probably my, you know, my focus right now. Absolutely. Awesome. And, and I know you uh, mentioned you've, you've had a, a couple athletic brewing beers. Won't put you on the spot. Um, yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about this for, for two seconds. I have always been the biggest critic of non-alcoholic beer. I've always been like, you know, non-alcoholic beer is not for me. And uh, when I, and I've stopped, I stopped, I tried to stop drinking, you know, uh, earlier in the year. It didn't really work out and on this time. Um, it was interesting because like, I really do love the taste of beer. I love IPAs. I, I, you know, I love them. And that was like what I missed the most. It wasn't really so much like the feeling of having a beer in me. Uh, so anyways, I, I, I had heard about it from all my friends on social media, like free wave probably. Yeah. It was the orange idea. It was, it's so good. I mean, I have them in my fridge now quite frequently and, and they're really, really good. It's like all the deliciousness of an IPA with with none of the sort of after effects. So it's 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 a good it's a good solution for me right now. It, it definitely helps with that beat Monday mindset because you you know one thing you don't want to do when that time is so precious is recover at all from from too much alcohol and even not too much just the headache. I mean, I get a headache after one beer down, man. And it's like, it'll eat into my Saturday morning until noon, if I'm not careful. I completely agree. Like, especially if my meetings are starting earlier in the day and like, I have a beer the night before, I know people laugh at me, but like, I genuinely, I feel like I'm not performing. I'm not as sharp as I could be. And like, it's just, I think like ultimately the gains in life really live in the margins. And so you got to really kind of take advantage anywhere you can as, as much as possible while not, you know, I, I want people to, I, I still am like a proponent for having fun and living a good life and allowing some spontaneity to creep in. But like in general, like, you know, there's some, there's some kind of low hanging fruit that you can take advantage of. I think for me, drinking is, is, is one of them. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, I'm hope, hopefully, hopefully I continue on this journey. You know, one of the things at athletic brewing, this is the last question, by the way, um, we say brew without compromise because when you're pursuing anything that's out of the box or against the grain, for it to succeed, you really have to do it 
nearly perfect all the time, like totally without compromise, your absolute best all the time. And I know that you've pursued that, that mindset as well with beat Monday and all the other things you do in your life. So it, you, you can't just brew without compromise. You kind of have to live without compromise. You got to live without compromise. If, if you have goals and if, if you have things that you want to achieve and, and, and if you want to really truly take advantage of your time here on earth, You've got to live without compromise. So, so what does it mean to you to live without compromise? I think it's to, uh, I, I, that's a good question. I think it's probably to never judge myself through the lens of a moment and to really always keep the big picture, uh, the big picture, you know, at play or in play and, um, you know, to, you know, to set to set goals and, and, and stay committed to them and, you know, analyze my life in a way that, that is, uh, you know, assessing whether or not the the day to day is helping me get, get to those goals. And I think it's just, it's just like being committed to a direction and to a lifestyle that, that speaks to you and, and, and yeah, just kind of living it without compromise. I think that's, that's probably, that's probably how I'd answer that. I also forgot to mention, if you want a longer version of the episode, Mike and I were able to talk a lot longer than uh, we had time for here. So that's going to be on my other show, Adventure Sports Podcast, if you're interested. And if you're interested in trying any of the beers we were talking about or day pack that you heard about, uh, go to athleticbrewing.com. You'll be able to shop online there, free shipping pretty much anywhere in the country. So yeah, get out there and beat Monday.